What's up, y'all? Welcome to Hevel, a Zillennial podcast, a weekly talk from the perspective of a couple of Zillennials, trapped in a generational gap discussing pop culture, memes, faith, and really anything in between, and taking the conversation nowhere. Now this is podcasting. Mr. Davis, what do you got for me this week? No no silly intro, because we tried that twice and it didn't work. Uh, the NBA playoffs are happening. Okay, that's a little less controversial than what I thought you were going to say, but okay. <laughs> to some people, the NBA is very controversial. That is true. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to like bring this up. <laughs> Let's just say it. There's a moral failing. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Clippers beat the Mavs. That's a moral failing. The Mavs had them like three, four games in a row, and they no, just let it no, fall off. You, you can't win four games in a row. That would win the series. Well, three three games. Mm. I felt like they played exceptional, and then the Clippers decided, oh, now we better pick it up before it becomes a shutout. Yeah, very wild series. I really thought the Clippers were a horrible team after the first like two games. Same, but I guess they came back. Guess Kawhi Leonard still got it in him, so. That's right. But on a more serious note, yeah, let's talk about the Southern Baptist Convention. I want to talk about that. Yeah, so SBC's in some heat right now. Uh, just uh, like spoiler alert, I go to a Southern Baptist church, so everything that I say today comes from a place of absolute non-biasness. Right. Same. Yes. So Russell Moore is one of the. Uh, leaders or was one of the leaders in the convention yes the president of the ethics and religious liberty commission erlc yep that's it <laughs> did i get it all right commissioner com- committee one or the other commission yeah and he's been um uh, in the spotlight the last like five years maybe i'd say mm-hmm. because of his outspoken voice for um not trump the, the, yeah the, <laughs> the that whole thing and condemning uh, racism and a lot of now you you would figure somebody who um, like condemns racism wouldn't be um, kind of like a hot button person, you know? You feel like that's something this everybody should do. I I think so, but apparently racism is a political stance, or to con- like condone racism. Apparently, okay, because <laughs> he's gotten a lot of backlash. I mean. You know, back in the day when, like, the KKK was, like, governors of several states, that made sense. And pastors. But. And go to, and their entire congregation of the church. But I think in the year of our Lord 2021, you would think, yeah, maybe you would think, with hindsight being 2020 like it is, racism might, you know, not be as prevalent um, of a. Wrong. Daily topic. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) We have, uh, um, it's not been a lot of progress in the last 30 years. I could start my, uh, I could start another podcast called Facebook Facepalm, where it's just the racist stuff I see on Facebook on your average day. Yeah. Like it, it, it boggles the mind. I think a lot of it too, 
um, people don't realize their own like racism. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that you know, going back to the SBC, that, and they get offended when you call them out. Yes, I think a, a lot of that actually goes back to kind of the whole SBC in general. It seems kind of you know a few years ago when you know they had to publicly apologize because they had a black president at the time, and they were like, "Hey, um, yeah, we didn't do some great stuff back in the day, and, and we had to apologize for that." Um, yeah. Um. It took until 1996 yeah. for them to apologize for the reason behind their name, behind Southern Baptist. Right. That's when 1996, and then they apologize again back like 2012 or whatever. And it, and it really does feel like every time they take like a pretty good step forward, they just like step on a banana peel and fall all the way back down the stairs. Um, yeah. And then hit their head, get amnesia, and forget everything that happened. And proceed to just like, and it's we're saying like they, yeah, but it's like this SBC is a like tons of churches across the U.S. that are autonomous, Uh so they're not governed by. Correct. You don't have basically all you have to do to like be a part of SBC is to like acknowledge the Baptist faith and message, Mm two thousand or whatever for doctrine, and then support cooperative program. That's it. I mean, so there's all these churches that basically have their own governing bodies and things like that, and so that's where it gets messy. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is I even, in recent years, have you know looked at my own biases as being like, oh, I'm Baptist, like that is my designation within the Christian faith is I'm I'm Southern Baptist, whatever. I've always gone to those churches. I've always whatever. But I think the older I got, the more I realized I was like. Is this in line with scripture or is this in line with the Baptist faith and message? Or is this in line with, you know, what my SPC approved pastor says at the time? And I think that's something that um, every person, like you said, it's autonomous. We all have to do it for ourselves. And I think there's just too many people um, who aren't. And I, I can say that as somebody who, like I said, had to because, yeah. you know, you you pick stuff up and you're just like, Oh, that's how it is. That's tradition. And I think that's where we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Like as a faith, um, in general is like, just because we've always done something doesn't mean that's the way it has to be done or should be done. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a lot of, uh, like even in the nineties, there was like this division between this SBC over certain wording on the, infallible word of God or the inerrant word of God. Like the whole, there's a whole split of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so recently, um, there's been a lot of, uh, like sexual abuse, mm-hmm. um, things that have come up in the recent years, uh, between like seminaries and, uh, pastors mm-hmm. in the SBC. And a lot of people, leaders have pushed that under the rug. Yeah. And so Russell Moore uh, has decided he's stepped down. He's moving to Christianity today. Such liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. What was, uh, when, what was uh, the um, Dominion dating where they mentioned something about relevant? <laughs> relevant magazine. Relevant is a magazine. Liberal soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> For liberal soy boys. It's funny, uh, like, how you can say one thing and people are like, you're a liberal. Yeah. And it's only like 
people outside of Christianity in the church would be like, what? Well, and that, that's the issue right now is that the, I guess, cultural Christianity, which has become basically its own political party. <sighs> yeah. So if you, if you're like, you know, I'm an evangelical, that usually means, Hey, I'm a very, very conservative Republican who also like my morals are based on Christian teaching. It doesn't mean necessarily like, Hey, I, I follow the gospel and I, I think like right. Jesus. And so I think the, the problem is we're so far right that or they're so far right that they look at somebody like me who we've talked about. I'm, I'm more conservative than you are, I think. And they would yeah. be like, you're a, like, you're basically just like as far left as it gets. And I'm like, no, nah, you're just <laughs> like, you just are so far over that you can't see the middle, which is my bread yeah. and butter. But yeah, I think I think it's such a shame that we talk about racism, we talk about sexual abuse, that 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 still exists, but also that people who carry around the moniker of Jesus and and carry around this almost piety is what it's become, but like this air of like we're Christians, we're better than you, and then yeah. they drag it through the mud by being just as bad as is these people that they're like, now Nancy Pelosi. And it's like, yeah, but also these guys. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, Russell Moore, he kind of got fed up with it, I think. And he left. Um, but some of his his letters leaked that Uh he wrote to the ex executive committee Mm -hmm. last year. And, um, basically it calls him out like people in power in the SBC who have kind of allowed these things to happen and things, he has been personally told like racist statements yeah. and um, sexist statements uh-huh. and victim blaming and things like that. Yeah, which pretty much, if you've spent any like any time at Twitter at all, you would know that those are kind of people's don't do that right now because since you the think. Me, the Me Too movement, since the uh, last year's race fueled like tension mm-hmm. all those sort of things it shines a spotlight and it's like you really expect for you know these to be where the public's looking and it not to come out that you're like some of the biggest perpetrators yeah like come on and to make things worse some of the like people he called out like responded back mm-hmm. and basically were like you're a liar yeah and i don't know this this is not like the heart of jesus at all yeah I don't know if you should make like a public thing to call someone out. Like you should like go to them first, right? Yeah, I mean, you would the, think the like, tenets of of church discipline, and I think they kind of apply in this setting, is to first go to that person personally and be like, "Hey, I just want to check and make sure the things you said. Did you actually say that? Do you actually feel that way? Yeah, here's how I feel." And then if they're like, "Yeah, nah," then you bring a couple of people, and then eventually, if it doesn't come to a place then you might deal with it publicly but um this is kind of like the worst thing you could talk about in a public forum yeah and there's a lot of people who support the like people who are like backlashed or going against russell moore i've I've seen more than one of these um pretty prolific southern baptist employees or pastors Say things like, 
um, there was kind of a big thing where people were calling black churches uh, social clubs. They didn't didn't actually consider them churches. They said it's just kind of a place where you go and meet up with all your other black friends and do black people things. And I was like, oh, no, um, please don't ever say that again. And then so many so, and, and even well, I'll keep that information privy, but I have very recently um, heard a pastor like say, like, m- make women in ministry a joke during one of their sermons. And I was like, it's it's fine if you have a difference of doctrine and you hold to that. It's not okay to be like, a woman pastor in a Baptist church? Eh, eh, eh. No, <laughs> like... And yeah, so, and, like, speaking of that, like, that Beth Moore left. Yeah. Like, one of a prolific person in the SBC, she left the SBC because of all the hate that she got mm-hmm. like from you know people like that yeah. who she wasn't necessarily in a pastoral role but they felt oh she's up on stage like talking mm-hmm. can't have that ba- basically she's a woman who has a modicum of power and that's a threat to us as men and that's a shame and it and it it does come back down to to get spiritual for a minute like it's all division. It's all a part of like, mm-hmm. you know, Satan's plan to divide the church because this is not like, this is not people from the outside being like, told you those Christians weren't very good. Cause they've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, this is us. Right. Yes. This is us as the church, like literally fighting with each other and not focused on like, Oh, Hey, Hey, we're making Jesus look bad because we're, you know, so divided. Yeah. So it's uh it's discouraging. It is. I feel like um <laughs> I feel like I know what side Dominion dating would be on. <laughs> Just to bring it back. Yeah, let's uh let's let's play a fun game called Would This Person <laughs> Be on This Side or That Side? Uh but Colonel Sanders. Huh? Where do you think Colonel Sanders would fall in this debate? On the other side. You don't think Colonel Sanders would follow Russell Moore to the gates of oblivion? No. Yeah, you're probably right. He's like an old white <laughs> He's guy. Old white guy, you're right. Well, and I, I think that's the thing, too, is is it's funny to stereotype and be like, oh, it's old white guys, whatever. But it is. So, like, like it's it's funny because it's absolutely true. But but I really do, like, I don't, that, and that's why this bit is, it's not bit. Like, that's why the intro of the show is not funny right now, because... It hurts me as somebody who is employed at a Southern Baptist church, and uh, which I think my church has been either decided to separate itself from the SBC and they're like the Baptist General Convention. They they leaned more towards like reaching out to them. I don't know how it works, but like the the point is is nobody's texas Texas itself is divided yes there's two baptist conventions in texas this it's just unreal how much like oh we don't like this one thing we're gonna go start our own thing yes and and that is the problem instead of addressing like some real issues and and just taking your licks man we, we just kind of branch off further and further and further and eventually you get something that looks nothing like the gospel i think that was uh you yeah, know, I saw everything's a, a joke, so it's a good way to start the. I saw a tweet I think recently. Uh-huh. I don't remember who it was by, but it said something like, 
once you start um rolling down in the deep nice (laughs) (laughs) even the joke parts weren't funny (laughs) no it's like once you start going after people's idols Mm -hmm. they start to like fight back oh yeah and i think that's what's kind of happening with you know we some people are going against like these idols that some people have like power and Uh um you know wanting to be right and things like that yeah i I think they're trying to fight back and it's like i think the the creating this old adage holds true the most defensive people are the most guilty like if you have nothing to atone for you're really not going to be very concerned with what the people say yeah and so i think that's the 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 hard truth is that in in me especially seeing people that I do look up to and and now I'm going to have to watch them and see kind of where they fall on the spectrum cuz I do look up to Russell Moore. I've always thought he had a pretty level head about things and and he really did like he said that he tried to change things from the inside um and that eventually didn't work, which I appreciated. Yeah. But um, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting in the coming yeah, I months think and years. You know, I think some of the people who are on like his side, if we want to say it like <laughs> yeah. that, is like J.D. Greer, who's like the current president, mm-hmm. who probably gets equal amount of hate. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing to do is when J.D. Greer posts something, go in the comment sections and just hear people be like, critical race theory. And it's like, he's not even talking about that. Why is that so important to you? I've seen both of them. Uh-huh. Okay. Both of those guys, J.D. Yeah. Greer and Russell Moore called like spawn of satan oh yeah absolutely like the what yeah i man usually by that's a big face bomb you usually by people who absolutely have zero like scriptural awareness and and zero fruit in their life yeah but we're not here to cast stones we're just here to inform the people so thank you guys for bearing with us during our um our real talk section yeah and now we get uh, serious sometimes serious xm <laughs> now yeah, like okay. uh, that bo burnham bit where he's like now it's time to recede back into my stage persona <sighs> hey <laughs> <laughs> and so uh that's where we're gonna go we're gonna be back to the hevel boys and i think a good way to now we've, we've been guilty of of like nailing it for the first 20 minutes and then killing it by talking about something that nobody relates to so we're not going to do that this time. We're going to talk about something that everybody can relate to, and that is um, movie theater experiences, like times you've gone to the movies, good and bad. And Davis and I, probably our number one hobby outside of watching memes is going to movies. Um, I subscribed to the sure. Cinemark Movie Pass because I was going to so many movies. Yeah. And then COVID hit like two days before I signed up, or after <laughs> I signed up. <laughs> But there, there was—I mean, there was a year I think I watched twenty-five movies in theaters. <laughs> I was going like twice Man, a month. So think, yeah, some of those were the, not with me because I didn't. No, see yeah. Movie. The weirdest, weirdest one of those I think was I, I watched Wonder Woman like by myself in a theater on like a Tuesday afternoon. No shame, dude. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I love the movies. So g- give we me. All, why do you think? Okay, it's okay to like. If you go to a restaurant by yourself and sit down, it's it's not okay. It's super weird. Well, you think that, but like, yes, if you see someone by themselves, like in like a lunch place uh-huh. at like one o'clock 
on it really a, depends on, on the Wednesday, kind of place. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, they're on lunch break, yeah, by themselves. Like, but if they're cares? at a movie, like, but th- if you go to a three p.m. Yeah. on Wednesday, if you go to a movie by yourself. Why is that like a weird thing? I don't know. I guess it's like one is like, oh, he's on a lunch break like from a, his job, and but the you're other in like a dark room that no one can really see you. Yeah. Well, the other one's like. This guy doesn't have anything going on at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday. What a loser. I did see, it broke my heart the other day. Uh, went to Red Lobster with the fam on Saturday. Um, which, funnily, as a kid, I used to think Red Lobster was like fancy dining. That's because it costs a lot, but it's actually not not that fancy at all. But went to Red Lobster, and as we're leaving, I see this old lady, like very, like 90-year-old woman, eating alone at a Red Lobster. I mean, she's noshing. She's eating, like, the King's Feast. I don't know what that is. It's, I don't think it's an actual thing. I'm just saying uh, she was eating, like, crab and lobster and biscuits. And I was like, I almost want to sit down with her and just be like, are you okay? Like, at 90 years, 90 years old, I don't think you should. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Just living, living her life. <laughs> hey. oh, oh, oh. oh, okay, we were going two different songs. You were saying live your life. I was going, it's always a good time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Huh. Our brains work in weird ways. I thought you would really go to the (laughs) T.I. song. T.I. All right. Anyway, back to this. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead and do the whole song. No, we don't have time for that. All right. That's fine. Um, Numa, Numa. (laughs) Just give me a good movie experience you've had. We'll start with the good because the bad are... The more interesting ones. I'm going to try to do some, like, without you. Okay. First. That hurts me, but go ahead. Well, I thought, you know. No, I'm just kidding. It was like I before care. I knew you, I guess. Uh, I remember seeing um, Iron Man. Okay. The OG mm-hmm. MCU movie, right? And it was good because we were walking in, and the guy who, like, took the tickets uh-huh. was like, hey, stay after the the credits oh, okay so he was he introduced you to the post credit scene yeah and i was like okay not gonna lie never saw the iron man post credit scene until like after avengers yeah so <laughs> after avengers yeah it was like a long time how did you know they were doing avengers uh i saw the trailer for it like i really didn't know avengers was gonna be a thing until like uh thor came out uh yeah, so like at the end of Iron Man, like Nick Fury pops Care- out. Careful, don't talk about Marvel too much. You'll make Colton not listen to us because he hates Marvel. What a piece of garbage. Go ahead. <laughs> Here at Heaven, we you stop calling people out. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop. Uh, yeah, and he's basically like I'm putting together a team. Mm-hmm. The Avengers. I was gonna say, he doesn't literally, say the Avengers though. I don't think they they probably paid like Sam Jackson. An exorbitant amount of money to be on screen for a minute tops. But it was also like super <clears throat> awesome because I didn't know much about Iron Man. Yeah. Same. And it was like a phenomenal movie. You're just like, whoa, this is a sweet movie. And then a couple of months later, I think, a month later, mm-hmm. Dark Knight came out. I was going to say, one of my uh, moments was seeing the Dark Knight because I. Yes, sir. I'd watched Batman Begins like. I did too. In in our like we watched it as a class. Oh what? For we had like a free I day. I saw it in theater. And I was like, yo, this is really cool. And so we happened to be at the mall one day and I was like, Hey, the the new Batman movie's out. 
I'm going to go watch that. We walked in. We sat on the front row on the very far right uh, and watched it. And it was still one of the best cinematic experiences I've ever had. I was the whole Whoa. time. I was just like, yes, it was, it was incredible. But also I watched the, the Dark Knight Rises and that was the last midnight premiere I ever went to because uh, that was when the Colorado shooting happened. And so they don't really do midnight premieres anymore. But um, in that moment watching like it's the end of a trilogy, so it's big, emotional, and I was like, "Wow, Alfred just made me cry in a theater. What a moment!" Like it was, it was. Ah, uh, yeah. I've seen every Batman from movie from the front row. I watched that one on the front row too. Why, dude? Because there was no like you couldn't get a seat. That was you before, gotta show up early. That was before a signed seat. I showed up at like ten o'clock, and it was still lines around the building. We waited in line for two hours to get into that movie. I didn't see that one. They had two theaters full of people until a few weeks after it came out. That's whack, dog. You're not a real fan. Give me another one. Was that youth camp? Give me another one. Another one. So I remember seeing like all the prequel Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember much about them, so <laughs> I can't tell you if they were. I remember being like, I can tell you super if they were excited. Good or not. They're not. They're pretty. They're good they're, for they're story. Pretty mid. They're not great films, but they're <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of good story. It's just not done well. Yeah. I wouldn't appreciate them if it wasn't for Clone Wars. Let's just put it that way. I remember being like so excited for Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of let down. <laughs> Your new empire. <laughs> Don't make me kill you. Annie. <laughs> uh, I just remember my dad making fun of Padme. <laughs> Padme. P- Podme? She's not a Padme. podcaster. <laughs> Welcome back to Podme, the Star Wars podcast. Uh, if I make fun of you for all the times you like slur words or like throw letters around, <laughs> I've I have like severe dyslexia. I don't want to hear it. Anyways, yeah, my dad would just after we were like walking out, he kept being like, "You're going down a path I can't follow." <laughs> I hate send. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we watched The Force Awakens in yeah. like the crappy Ardmore Theater. It was horrible. Oh, it was awful. But the movie was so good. Yeah, that was, I was, I was, I have that on my list. We've, it was we, a good experience. We've had some like great movie experiences. Like I was just going to say, I watched Into the Spider-Verse five times. Um, one time, recently we watched The Empire Strikes Back. And we were like the only people in the theater, so we got the chance to do a little Mystery Science 3000. That was a uh, was a good good time. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It, like watching Infinity War, and then like every time a character would come on screen, everybody would be like cheering, and then just the one time, it's like not annoying. Yeah, Infinity War was. It was an experience. Like it's probably my favorite theater experience. Yeah, I mean it was an experience that brought everybody together. I think like as Marvel fans, it's just like this is what we've been greatest crossover for. Hint, event in history. Um, then in game, but some some not movie related ones. Uh, we what? went to not not specific to the movie, like theater experiences. Oh, the time we went to watch Guardians of the Galaxy two, and that guy tripped with like a full plate of nachos. <laughs> they exploded all over the like three aisles in front of us. It was so funny, and I was, I was trying not to laugh. Yeah, I was trying so hard. But not he was to just laugh. like he was just like <laughs> like he sounded like a Minecraft character dying. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about this. This is oh man, it's was, replaying in my head. He right was now. like literally holding like was so four cool. things of nachos, and he just trips and just is gone. <laughs> it's funny because that 
theater. That was in uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was the Warren. It ha- it doesn't. It's just a sloping down. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the floor is it's like not a even death st- trap. It's not even stairs. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. Oh, I was like trying. So well. it was painful not to laugh. Yeah, there's some. We've had a couple of not Hevel. I think approved theater experiences where people like shout stuff at the screen, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> Even after Infinity War, we had a pretty good moment, but can't talk about it. I just can't talk about it. <laughs> can't talk about that with anyone. No, we can't. Not outside of our friend group. Crust Eastwood knows, though. What's up, Crust? He was there. Uh, I've, I've gotten free food at the movies before. Just like... What? Yeah, like I've never gotten free. One time I went up and he was like, "Yeah, our card reader's not working." I was like, "Crap, I don't have any cash." He's like, "Here, just take it." I was like, "Awesome." <laughs> I remember when I was like seven years old, maybe the like local theater. Well, one of them it was in a casino. Did like a summer thing for kids. So okay. like That's once a week, popular. once a week, free movie. Nice. And we went to Rugrats a movie. It was, <laughs> it was horrible. I hate Rugrats. Yeah, it was terrible. All right, let's let's that leads us into some of the worst experiences. I'll give you one. I went to watch Sherlock Holmes two: A Game of Shadows. It was a fantastic movie. Very much enjoy the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, but I got a call like literally five seconds after the movie ends, and they told me that my roommate was in the ER because I think he had like some kind of bug, stomach bug. It was Taylor, uh-huh. and uh, like I go to the hospital room, and he literally looks like he's dead on a table. He's so pale and like awful, and I was like kind of takes away from the experience i was having because i was like what if he dies that'd be a shame what a shame (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's not funny but like it was kind of like looking back it's funny yeah yeah i know he didn't die so it's all right yeah it's all good we didn't but i didn't get to talk about endgame though oh go ahead talk about endgame when you cried like a baby who didn't man i didn't really cry the first time but in my own personal watches, I've I've teared up. You know what? I just can't stand Black Widow dying like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. You like I look over. You're teared up. Okay, you're you're having the reaction of man who's watched twenty plus Marvel right. movies. Should this should is what react. happened right before? Okay, okay, whatever. Keep going. Well, I was gonna say the person sitting behind us was a much older person than you, and they were weeping. That's what I remember. I don't remember they that. They were just like, <laughs> <laughs> it can't be over. Here's what I did before Endgame. I watched every Marvel movie. That That's a bigger impact, I think. And so you, in like two or, two or three weeks, every movie. Yeah. And so when you're like so caught up in it, every mm-hmm. single like, and you get there, yeah, it's it hits harder. Here's a, here's a weird side note. When you do that with TV shows... But I also cry in, like, everything. True, I cry all the time. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Uh, soldiers who come home to their dogs, number one thing will make me cry every time. <laughs> dogs are so happy to see them. What? Anyway, you know, the weird thing is, when you, like, binge watch a TV show, and then you get to the finale, it hits way different. Like, it's not nearly as impactful as... A, because usually it's not the first time you've seen it, um, but B, like, you didn't earn it. Like, I remember watching the Breaking Bad finale, like, having to wait week to week to week to watch it. And I even came in, like, midway through, like, the fourth season Uh is when I started watching it. But when you binge watch it, you're like, 
this is a really satisfying end, but it just doesn't hit the same. I guess. Anyway, back to know. theater crap. Like, <laughs> hey, you're the one who went I know. off on that. It's my tangent. Um, <laughs> that time when we went to watch uh, Captain America Civil War and John <laughs> kicked the back of that guy's seat twice and the dude turned around. He was so ready to throw hands. He was like, I warned you. And we're like, you definitely didn't. You did. He accidentally bumped his seat twice. The guy was like, if you do it again, <laughs> we're going outside. I was like, the real Civil War is in here. I don't know why he was so keyed up. I don't either. <laughs> it was out of nowhere, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. When I saw Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Boo. Okay. Just kidding. I don't know why people hate on that mid-movie. <laughs> We're not getting into <laughs> Star Wars right now. Toxic um, Star the person, Wars fandom. The person next to me uh-huh. literally talked the entire movie. I was going to say. The entire, like, that's everything. Pr- that's probably the everything. worst thing that can happen in a theater. Somebody who's, like, talking through it, but loudly enough to where it's like, oh, my God, I, I can't focus on what's going on because you're just, you're talking. Cause yeah. we, and it's like talk, like response to like yeah. their own commentary on what they're watching. It's not like they're like just having a random conversation. Yeah. Or they'll, <laughs> um, like, went to watch Mortal Kombat before you and I watched it. And there was like six-year-old kids behind me. Okay. It's a rated R movie, first off. who's Who has brought you to this movie? But <laughs> second... Every time a character would come on screen, the guy would be like, "That's Raiden. That's Raiden. He's the, he's the guy with the lightning, and that's Sub Zero. He's the ice." And I was just like, "Shut your mouth!" And his parents did nothing about it. I was like, "My dad would have just like carried me out of the theater and been like, no movie for you if you can't shut up.'" When people laugh way too hard, or it's something like, "What was the movie? We went and watched a movie." Or something uncomfortable happened during the movie, and the guy's like, <laughs> and the rest of the theater was yeah, just what was dead that? silent. I don't remember what it was. It was I want to so say it was like awkward. 1917 or something, like a very not funny movie. I don't think it was that one. But it's just like, <laughs> what is going on? Maybe it's Killer Elite. Maybe that's why you don't remember somebody. No, it, I remember someone laughing. I don't remember the movie. That, that but is. I was gonna say Killer that's Elite. Another that's fell asleep. So boring. <laughs> How can a movie with Jason Statham in it be so boring? I fell asleep. Plus, it's in the worst theater of all time. It was yeah. in that mall theater yeah. in Shawnee. Ugh. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. That was another like snooze fest. <laughs> I'm, Dr- I'm surprised you put it on here. Jurassic World two. Almost slept through that one. <laughs> Boy, that movie was boring. Nothing happened. I I almost slept through uh, Godzilla king of monsters oh really not i didn't fall asleep yeah. but i was like oh my goodness just the like it's too much human stuff they kept yeah, cutting all, back to them. all that care. stuff somebody needs to take all of the whatever monsterverse movies cut all the human stuff out just leave whatever yeah. you got one really good movie right <laughs> um, um also had um duplicity <laughs> do you know what this is yeah i fell asleep Wow. It's Clive Owen because yeah. every Clive, Clive Owen. Owen's so boring. And I, I think I saw that with my sister. People clapping during movies? I don't else. understand it. Like, why do they do that? Ugh. I understand, like, like a like a moment in, like, Infinity War where it's like, ah, Captain America catches a spear. 
And everyone's like, yes. Like, yes. Yeah. People are like, audience applause break. But at the end of the movie, when it ends, like, I watched X-Men Days of Future Past a couple of times. In like, each time I watched it, people stood up and clapped at the end. And I was like, it's a good movie. But it's not, like... Like, Logan's a better movie, and nobody clapped at the end of Logan. Um, I didn't... White people. Yeah, people clapping. One of the... It's like one people the, clapping when they... When you play lands. lands. One of the many times where I've gotten spoiled, we go to the Cinemark and it has the luxury loungers. One of the many times that I get one that's broken, just kind of kills the experience. I've never had that. I've I've had it at least twice. Knock on wood. It's this desk is not made out of wood, so you're in trouble. It's the principle. <laughs> Superstition. Okay, you're gonna, you're gonna tell me as a person who believes in Jesus that you would knock on wood. Wow, what kind of faith that you have? Get behind me, Satan. Your new empire. <laughs> Don't make me kill you. Oh, any number of times where I've been to a movie where a, a handsome lead character takes his shirt off. Ooh. Justice League, Aquaman. Usually Jason Momoa movies. Women are like, oh, yeah. Thor 2. Thor 2, yeah. And it, it just shows you it's like that lady is probably over 40. Like, because I don't, I've, I don't think I've ever heard like a young millennial person be like, "I'm gonna talk loudly in the during the movie," because that's kind of like a universal thing. It gets on our nerves. Yeah, it's a faux pas. Oh, it's a good word. Good, good word. Oh, here's probably yeah. Here's here's my last one. You may have more. Uh, people asking me if I had been shot when I went and watched the Joker because there was a controversy surrounding the Joker about like oh. It's going to incite sociopath or psychopaths to go and shoot up theaters. And they're like, did you get shot? And I'm like, hey, that's not funny because uh, people have died in theater shooting. So real, real cool thing yeah. you said. Uh, yeah, that was just a bunch of like fear mongering. Yeah. Like, what was that? I don't know. Like, um, SMH. Shaking my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess this is my little. Last one. Okay. I guess. Like unless I think of another one. Uh the end is the not the end. Last midnight premiere I went to was Transformers to mm-hmm. Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. Sat on the front row. At midnight. And watched the like almost three hour long movie. So even if you were to sit and watch a four K version of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, you still would have no idea what's going on because it's just clumps of metal grappling each other and so to watch yeah. that neck completely like 90 degrees up yeah i i don't know how you didn't puke i would puke i don't remember not to mention it was not it's very- a transformer movie it's not very good <laughs> hey i was like when did it come out like 2008 you were probably like 12. i was like 14 okay well, and that's the thing. After the first Transformers, like the expectations were high because I also saw it in theaters. I went to a showing where there was five of us. We each had to sit apart from each other because there were no <laughs> two seats together. And I was like, why is this? After watching the movie, I was like, why did everyone decide to come today to watch this mid-movie? <laughs> yeah, that's what I actually liked the like assigned seating. Oh, same. Like I know a lot of people that don't. There, I, I never realized how much... Up, but 
how much anxiety I had until I switched to assigned seating. And then you go to a theater that doesn't have it. And you're like, what if I have to sit next to a person? Like, especially since COVID now they can't sit within two seats of you. And oh, it's great. It's <laughs> perfect. Like, yeah, only like six people okay. can get in the theater, but it's perfect. You did not mention. Okay. Batman, the killing joke. <laughs> the killing joke. Yes. The guy who decided, and he was eating like a platter of shrimp, and I don't know where he got it, but he was eating like a full like fried shrimp meal, and he kept. Was he following you or me? You don't. Okay, he sat down. He sat down, like next to you, right next to me, like the seat next to me. Pretty much empty row. We he were. Right we got there me. early. Yeah, because I guess this it was, didn't matter. This was like a one, one or two night showings only. Did it have a sign seating? No. Okay. And he he sat next to you, and then he got up. Then he got up, and I was and like, we're like, "Thank goodness, cool, he's gonna leave." Yeah, or he's gonna go. He's gonna come back and sit somewhere else yeah. or something. I gave him the benefit of no. the doubt. I thought he accidentally sat next to me, and then he was like, "Oh, you know what? Ample seating." He got up and left. Came back with food, and like I said, he had some kind of like <laughs> box that had French fries and dipping sauce and either chicken or shrimp. And he sits right back down, and then he gets up again. Okay, and you you actually moved. Yes, I moved. I was like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna scooch over a couple seats. That way, a people don't think Davis and I are a couple, but b just to kind of like maybe he'll get the hint. He sat right next to me again. I don't understand. What is it about the the movie? Exp- I mean, did he know how much Batman trivia I knew? Why did he want to sit by me so bad? I, I oh. that was the closest I'd ever been to interacting with another human being during a theater experience. I wanted to be like, "Hey, guy, can you move? Can you go away?" <sighs> yeah, I'd forgotten about that completely until you said that. I did too until something you said made me think of it. Wow. Uh, wow. Good times. I cannot wait to go watch Fast 9, go watch Black Widow. Movies are coming back. Wish I'd invested in AMC stock. I did. And let's talk about it. I've, I invested like five shares Okay, back in February or whenever you, the GameStop thing was, right? Okay. What are you looking at now? So, oh, what did it end at today? I don't know exactly. Half a bill, the, the probably? Numbers. No. I bought it at like twelve dollars per stock. Okay, because it's like sixty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> part of me was like, I shouldn't invest in a meme stock. Yeah. Then part of me was like, do it. Okay, but it's it's a meme. It's not like Dogecoin where it actually has no value. Yeah, and I thought, oh, summer's coming. Yeah. Movies are coming back, right? Uh-huh. AMC's gonna have, like, it's gonna go up. Well, it it went up a lot. Like, really? I think it's at like fifty fifty nine dollars now. Okay. And uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Because so, that's like a plus. I'm bad at math. Whatever heavily. percentage profit. So yeah, I'm about to be rich. Yeah. Hevel may have Just a. Just kidding. I didn't invest that much. May have a, a rich cofactor. I saw some like screenshots of people who put in like $10,000 yeah. back then. And now it's at like. Three hundred and thirty thousand or something. You know how fat? Like I, think I just made that up, but I would look like the cartoon outline, smoke outline. That's what my money would look like if I opened my stock app one day and it was like, "You have a hundred thousand dollars in here." I'd be like, "Nice." <laughs> yeah. Every time I log on, I just picture myself like Wall Street, <laughs> like walking down Wall Street, like I'm not leaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Uh, this this episode's for us, I think. We're the only, we're we're having an experience here. Um, I did want to also talk about something because uh, I, I do think when I was thinking about movies, um, I do realize how fortunate we are to live. Uh, well, I wouldn't say in America, but to live in what is considered a first world. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's considered a first world country, even though it's pretty like Dollar Tree version of it. Um, so I wanted to to talk about some first world problems we experience pretty often, but I wanted us to explain them in such a way that makes us feel guilty about it. Because Lord knows, guilt is my love language. So okay, you um, start. I hate it when my one thousand dollar phone with internet doesn't recognize my face ID, or when I go to put it on speaker, the screen turns black and won't let me put it on speaker. It does that all the time. First world problems. Yeah, that's a it's <laughs> a pain. That's a pain, right? But also. Yeah, you're right. Because you're like, because <laughs> I'm like, come on, I just want to see that. You just want to do the oh the lock screen, see what the message says, and it you're just like, come on, please, please yeah. look at me. Mine's even worse, like in the morning or at night when I have my glasses on. <laughs> oh yeah, because I take my contacts out, and I'm like, it like won't recognize my face. Well, that's mine will recognize my face with sunglasses on, and even I've had oh, it recognize me. I've had mine recognize me with like my mask on just if it can see my nose. <laughs> but if like I'm laying on the side of my face and you know how it's kind of like squished, it yeah. will not. <laughs> yeah, same. Give me one of yours. <laughs> okay. I'll start. This one's not as elaborate as my other ones. Okay. So I'll save those for later. Good, good, good. So yeah, but when you uh, get to wash your hands mm-hmm. and in a indoor bathroom uh-huh. with an automatic sink... Yes. But it doesn't come out at the right time. <laughs> and so you're sitting there like just waving your hands, soapy hands. Yeah. You just say, please. <laughs> yeah. In that same same vein, and also think about the movie theaters. When you're trying to when you wash your hands and you turn around and there's no paper towels, and so you have to use the air dryers, your hands don't actually get dry, just your feet get wet. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, but I was going to say, I hate when my clean drinking water is Dasani or Ozarka, <laughs> like a real trash brand of water. Hey, <laughs> actually don't mind those brands. Ozarka's sort of whatever. Dasani tastes like the plastic bottle. I don't mind. Comes Dasani. In. I don't mind Dasani. The worst. It's a, co- it's a Coke product. The worst I've ever had is called like <laughs> Arkansas Springs or something. It's like a total like dollar store brand and it literally tastes like i went into the bathroom and drank out of the back of the toilet um spring water is just not great it's not real spring water is i've had real spring okay water yes out of, bottled out of the spring because there's yeah. a brand in nevada where i grew up called uh, arrowhead you grew it's up like, in nevada no you never mentioned that interesting yeah it's called nevada uh-huh state with the most mountain ranges okay who cares? I've heard that. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Arrowhead Spring Water. From I've heard Arrowhead, of Arrowhead. Arrowhead Lake in California. Ew. Was well, it's a beautiful lake. Yeah. It's in the, the mountains. It's in the you know Sierra Nevadas. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't. Know. The water's not good. It's not good. It's like a worse version of Ozarka. <laughs> when you're too lazy to cook the tons of food ingredients that are in your fridge and pantry. So you order Uber Eats and pay $40 for delivery, but then you just have to wait an hour to get it. 
And then you just throw away the, all the food in your fridge that eventually just goes bad. Are you talking to me? Like, don't talk about me on the podcast. <laughs> I don't need you, like, people in glass houses, guy. It's so true, though. No, I delivered for Uber Eats, so, like, I'm aware of how much money people spend Like I have food delivery. <laughs> I probably have, like, 40 pounds of frozen chicken in my free- freezer. And it'll stay there, and I'll eventually eat the chicken. But the the poor, poor lettuce and stuff that I buy, I'm like, I'm going to have a salad later. And then I get home, and it's like 8.30 at night, and I haven't eaten. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it away in two weeks. <laughs> like It's just going to happen. I will say, when you live alone, yeah, cooking is terrible. It, yeah, it's a crapshoot. You either don't cook enough, and you're still hungry, or you cook too much. And you're like, I'll eat this for leftovers. You never get around to it. Yeah. Um, I hate when my air conditioner, air conditioned vehicle is too hot when I get in it during the summer because I live in Texas. Even with the little thing you put over the window, all it does is trap the heat inside and it becomes like yeah. a good 50,000 degrees in there. It's not just limited to Texas. That's true. It's actually, I feel like it's hotter and the cars are hotter in Nevada, in Vegas. Probably because I feel like the sun is more it's like. so brutal. <laughs> yeah. Just you get in, down on and if you have leather seats, you better Forget like it. yeah. No more. Just don't skin. drive. Yeah, like <laughs> it's burned off. Oh, I've definitely. Or touching a metal seatbelt. Oh, I was gonna say I've gotten over. like a first degree burn from a seatbelt. Oh man, it's the worst. Oh, I hate it when you when or when I when you when when you have you ever Sorry? when you uh, when when I when you how many the, times are you gonna make the, fun of me today? Remember that vine. No, I don't. I don't. Oh, that's the one with the kid. He's like, "Have you ever had uh, when you have you ever when?" Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> he says some other things too. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't recognize. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate when I'm wasting my entire night looking through Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, Crunchyroll, YouTube to look through like millions of movies and shows, and then ultimately like end up on TikTok. <laughs> turn off the TV. And be like, it's it's too late. I'm. I guess I'm just gonna scroll TikTok. That was that's me. Every time I want to watch something with someone, I'm like, what do you want to watch? Scroll through it all. And then two hours have gone by. And I'm like, oh, it's time to go to bed now. So rip. Yeah, I've started. Well, or you I, just end up back on the office. So I no, I don't, because <laughs> I don't have NBC's whatever. Sure. Last year I started. During quarantine, like first one, mm-hmm. I started like, is it bookmark or adding to your list on Netflix? Okay. Like, so I'd see something and be like, I want to watch that, but not now. <laughs> now you have a sad list so of stuff you've I, I have a long list of things. I have like knocked out quite a few though. <laughs> uh, I hate when I'm at the gym and I can afford to pay $25 a month to go there for it to be air conditioned with plenty of safe and clean machines. And then my headphones aren't fully charged, so every two minutes they say, low battery. It's super annoying, and I have to listen to the terrible gym music. It's just like Avicii and Taylor Swift. <laughs> you forgot Imagine Dragons. And Imagine Dragons. Which, Imagine. Have, you, have you ever tried to... Can you not on our podcast? <laughs> have you ever tried to work out to an Imagine Dragon song? No, I haven't. I Don't. <laughs> Just don't. I, I have brought my AirPods into the gym and realized they're not connected to my phone, and I left the case in my car, and so they're not going to connect without the case. 
And so I'm like, I'm not going to listen to the music here. I'm going to go back to my car and make it very awkward. And my <laughs> social anxiety is through the roof when I have to walk past the front desk again. Also, just to get my headphones working. <laughs> also, there's nothing worse than your headphones being Airpods. charged and in, in your their headphones, dog. They they go in your head. <laughs> they were AirPods, though. Anyway, there's nothing Flex, worse than flexing. having them like, and you're listening to music, and somebody comes up and tries to talk to you, and then you pause them, and then if someone tries to talk to me at the gym, I I just like ignore them. You phase out of existence. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> That's why I try to not make any eye contact whatsoever with for, anyone. For some reason at LA Fitness, all the cardio machines are on the second floor. And so the other day I was doing the elliptical and I went down to do my personal training session. And I was like, where's my phone? I had left it on the elliptical, but it was still playing in my headset. <laughs> and so I had to walk back up two flights of stairs to get my phone. I was like, this is a terrible, terrible punishment. Like I had to do extra cardio. First world problem. Rip. You got any more? Uh, yeah. Um, I hate when I taste my $5 Starbucks drink and then realize it's not made how I wanted it to be made. Mm -hmm. And then, so I have an internal battle on whether to, uh, brave like the anxiety attack of going back in and telling them you didn't make my drink right (laughs) or to like face the fact that I am humiliated, um, that I spent $5 on a drink that I'm not going to drink. Yeah. Not to mention, like, it's extra worse for you because you worked at Starbucks, so. Yeah, I know you've, what you've, you did wrong. You've tasted perfection, and now you expect such. For me, sure. I'm but the But usually, they I get my drink right because it's super simple. I will, uh, I'll just drink it. I'll shut up and drink it because I'm, yeah, I know I'm so you. much, so passive. You'll do that with, you'll do that at a restaurant. They'll, they'll give you, like, a completely different <laughs> menu item. And you'd be like, okay. I, yeah, can I, I can I get the chili dog and uh, onion rings? Yeah, here's your black bean burger with like a sprout salad. It's like, thank you. <laughs> uh, I hate when I'm a Christian and I was raised in a certain denomination. It turns out that they've been covering up a history of racism and victim blaming. And now I have to reevaluate my own biases and the pious attitudes that come with years of identifying myself as a member of a denomination. Instead of having a much more kingdom-minded identity, which I didn't learn until I was older, and now it puts me in the opposite end of the theological, doctrinal, and humanitarian spectrum. So inconvenient. Yeah, that's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely. Uh, Absolutely right, sir. You're absolutely right, sir. Good times. All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and drop the socials, then we'll do our closing bit because it probably shouldn't take too long. Uh, Check us out on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. I wasn't going to say Instagram, but then you said it and it threw me off. Why? Uh, I don't know. My brain was already in the process of saying Instagram. Spread the news to your friends. Yes. Tell your friends about us. Um, Maybe we should put together a little. Maybe not this episode. Not a good one. I was going to say, this one was a little, uh, we we got off on a weird foot. But maybe we'll put together, um, let's say we, me, I'm the editor, put together like a sampler of just like a few funny bits, like a three minute kind of thing. That way, if you are going to show your friend. Have you'll have some reference because otherwise you'd be like, yeah, you know, they're like sort of funny sometimes and they pretty much only talk about Marvel and Star Wars, but occasionally they say something funny, but usually only to Christians because it's kind of like one of those specific jokes that only 
kids who grew up yeah. in VBS get like you know <laughs> kind of only relate to like millennials <laughs> people between people, the age of 20 and people 30. born between like 1990 and 1999 <laughs> that's about it um but look look forward to next week where we're going to introduce a new segment and uh I'll give you a little pre-foo pre pre-foo what a, a pre-foo <laughs> pre-foo yeah, a prefu. Prefu um, fighters. We're gonna we're gonna talk about how uh, aim for the bushes. Yeah, it's a funny reference that we've made many times. Um, I don't think we have the aim for the bushes that we've we've made the other guys there reference many goes times. My You're the one that's doing all the singing this week. I like it. Nice change of pace. Anyway, uh, next week we're gonna talk about how boomers can't pronounce words correctly, and in the process, we'll probably say some things wrong. Most likely. But for the the final bit, last few minutes here, I want to talk about improving some basic household items. When I um, think of all the things I've seen on Amazon that are like unitaskers, like they hold like a specific purpose, I can't talk myself into buying them. But at the same time, my stuff here at the house kind of feels inconvenient at times. So I kind of want to talk about how we, we mix the two and we make better items. So like the first one, that came to mind was, what if we had a toaster? You know, they toast bread. And when it comes out, Mm -hmm. it has like a little paddle that goes ahead and butters the bread as it comes out. Okay? Okay. So, you run into the logistical problem of butter dripping into your toaster, and it's smelling awful and probably breaking your toaster. But other than that, you've perfectly buttered toast. Yeah. Yeah. That's genius. Okay. Butter, buttered. (laughs) I make butter. <laughs> butter. Check out Butter by BTS. It's trending right now. Number one <laughs> on the Billboard charts. K-pop stan. Do you want to talk about, just for a second, how BTS has a McDonald's meal? And it's just a 10-piece chicken McNugget meal. And the only difference is that it comes with spicy chili sauce and Cajun sauce. How do they get branding out of just something that already exists I, what do you think the Hevel McDonald's well, menu would be? <laughs> this is so the Travis Scott one was first. Yeah, but that was like a bacon quarter powder. Like it was a it, little off. Was the, it? I don't remember. No, it, you're right. That's what it was. But it, yeah, that's on their menu. Is it okay? It just came with Sprite. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or something. I don't so, remember. All right. So what would what would be the Hevel McDonald's sponsorship? I <laughs> uh, see. I'm thinking for the Hevel meal. I want it to be. Um, like a uh, sausage McGriddle. No. And then also like, like a filet of fish with, with fruit punch high C. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Ew! <laughs> no, um, I would, I think. <laughs> Has anybody spicy. ever ordered a filet of fish, like legitimately? I don't know. Oh, man. It okay, has, hot and spicy have... McChicken. I see where you're going with that. That's right. That's what I order. Okay. I always order nugs. So I'd Okay, we do hot and spicy McChicken and a side of we'll do a six pack of nugs. Okay. And an apple pie. No. I uh, like apple fries. pies. Fries. I'd really rather eat the apple pie than the fries, no lie. Fine, we'll do both. Alright. What are we drinking? Mug root beer. Mug <laughs> they don't have mug root beer. Bro. McDonald's. Has Coke products and they are like 
S plus tier. That's true. I don't know why it's so good there. Because their filtration system is so good. Yeah. They have like perfect carbonation. Coke or Sprite though? I always get Diet Dr. Pepper. (sighs) You've completely derailed this bit by your terrible, terrible things you've said. (laughs) You're welcome. I can't wait to hear from like three people next week. They're like, you know, uh, you know, this one wasn't your best. Maybe next week. Backhanded comments. Yeah. All right. Um, another household idea I had real quick was collapsible hangers. So you can just put them through the sh- uh, hole of the sh- uh, neck hole shirt. of your shirt. And then just boom. And then I was on TikTok the other day. And that exists apparently. And now I'm angry. But they're even better because they like fold into segments. So you can have like small hangers or big hangers. <sighs> you, you missed it. Somebody made a million dollars off of that you idea. Sh- you had an idea, and you were too late. I started this company. <laughs> you can't fire me. <laughs> Back to formula. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, man. Good old. Yeah. What about What about a vacuum on your floor uh-huh. that goes around electronically? Yeah, that's a Roomba. Yes, but yeah. it. Plays music. DJ Roomba. Yes. All right. What about... <laughs> it's from Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny that you mentioned a Roomba because I I said a Roomba that doesn't think it's on a cliff every time it goes off the edge of your rug. My my Roomba does two things. Three things. that's like. It's it first wall, It first runs out of battery. Shut up. It runs out of batteries way far away from the charging station for some reason. It gets near the edge of my bathroom rug and says I'm stuck on a cliff and it always tries to vacuum up my I assume it's vacuuming it may be trying to do other things with my bathroom scale and it gets stuck mm. I paid $200 for this little robot that I'm always having to help what about a uh, Xbox or PC uh-huh. that when you try to play Warzone in a decent lobby actually puts you in a good lobby where you don't get killed in the like first 30 milliseconds by something ridiculous or when you're when you're actually in the rare times that you do jump into a good lobby it doesn't immediately kick you all the way back out like it freezes because you imagine having good internet yeah imagine imagine call of duty having good servers i can't it doesn't exist all right here's my last one we'll close on this one imagine a bed but instead of it only being able to hold one person, it can hold another person so that first person doesn't get lonely. Or at least, like, maybe pillows made of Kleenexes to catch all the tears mm. that that person cries Dang. when they're in bed alone. Imagine. All the people. <laughs> okay, you went, you went to John Lennon route. I was going to say... Um, Everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> That's pretty sad, man. It is pretty sad. Um, you come up with that while you're crying on your pillow. How'd you? F- how'd you guess? <laughs> Holy crap! How have we been going an hour and nine minutes and we literally have not said a funny thing once? I'm so we're gonna lose one of our 35 subscribers this week. I'm feeling it. 